0: Shoot up. Shoot up. Hold on.
1: I took the 7 to 11 and we don't need any water. Let the motherfucker be dry. This is warm beer in the cheap seat. Take it away, somebody.
0: That'd be Big Mike. That'd be me. It's Big Mike. I'm back. Missed everybody. Did you miss me? We missed you, Mike. Maybe, maybe not. So good to be back. A little vacation last week. We got a great show tonight. A show near and dear to my heart. Warm beer in cheap seats? Yeah, man. (laughs) It's Friday night. We're having fun. We're drinking beer. We had a good dinner. We're starting a little late tonight. Sorry, everybody. Technical difficulties. But we're up and running. Yeah, I'm going to blame a solar flare.
2: It's the only thing I can explain why it took so long to load everything up. I mean, it was just getting the the thing was just thinking and thinking. And it didn't seem like it was really coming to a conclusion.
0: Well, now it has. The conclusion has come to the beginning of Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats.
2: Which is a conclusion in itself.
0: Yeah, it is pretty much. It's the phrase that pays. <laughs> yes. Turkey, 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 turkey. <laughs>
2: For, For all me. intensive purposes. For all <laughs> intensive purposes. Hello, Big Ed. <laughs> Hello, Big Mike. Exactly.
3: We, uh, you know what? I was listening to the show last week. The first ten minutes. Yeah. And we were talking about the hack dj from tampa and his name escapes me i think his name oh, is crap. hack dj from yeah
2: oh yeah no oh, that shouldn't have said his name right right
3: yeah go ahead yeah. the hack dj and i think we were caught up uh i think we just let, let's just cut to the chase and florida man or shithead on this hack who who can't come up with his own material but he's a professional dj or whatever entertainer right And here we are, just a couple of yuck yucks coming up with original thoughts and ideas every week for the last, I don't know, year and a half. Something like that. Yeah, a long time. A long time. We got a hack coming along. A bunch of part-timers having a good laugh. And this hack is doing a Florida man or a shithead, but he's using a different word.
0: Yeah. What radio station is this hack on? Ninety eight Rock. Oh really? Yep. Mm. Is he morning, afternoon, or evening? I
2: think he's mm. no, I think he's afternoon now. See,
0: that's that's wild. I
2: think he's I think but he's but drive home.
1: He's morning, wow. but I think he might have
3: more than one. Oh, is he morning? Okay. I can't remember. He's so good that we know which exactly he plays, <laughs> what time he's on the air. Well he, he he's
2: yeah, he's bounced between morning and drive home
0: but yeah that's prime time seats man Mm. it is he's
3: no bubba to love sponge that's for sure not a bubba
2: he probably has and he's not a cowhead.
3: he's a shithead
1: (laughs) do you guys i gotta just throw this. hello
0: lady jill hello hello hello. baby die hello honey hello to everyone hello
2: hello i
0: gotta say hello to our message yes hello Um, to everybody in the whole wide world. Go ahead. Uh,
1: so I texted Caitlin. Jillian's case hopping on
3: her that. to quick say hello. Is she writing something? I don't hopping know. Reference
2: reference on. Huh. Um, I th- I think it's a a mistake. Uh, a mistake. Uh, yes.
3: For all intensive purposes, it was supposed to be here. Irregardless, yeah. irregardless of what it says. Yeah, <laughs> irregardless.
2: Did you Did you look up everything that we're, we've been saying wrong for the last like? Uh...
3: No, you know what? I had a supervisor in Cleveland and he would say irregardless. So I like, so with regards then you want me to?
1: My mom's <laughs> doctor who in my mind essentially killed her would say irregardless. Mm. Then I'll tell him non-word. I will never not
3: be late. I told him, you know, I will never not be late. <laughs> irregardless. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. So hacking, understand.
0: hacking the English language.
3: Go so ahead. Jillian's not writing anything. She's hopping. Hopping. Ah, uh, copy here. that. Copy that, uh, Jillian. Hopping. Go. Irregardless. For all intents and purposes, she's here. Anyway. Melissa. I digress
0: anything
1: else big ed
3: no i just they come out as i think otherwise you'll never hear them (laughs) okay
1: my turn so i had to tell casey that we had a famous actress on a famous show steal our line before we even said it on friends today they said go to china and eat chinese food of course there they just call it food
3: Oh Isn't well
1: crazy.
3: Well, you know what? It's funny because the Subway slam, his material seems to be <laughs> borrowed, I would say. Oh. You sure about like that? Like he's mate? getting married, something borrowed, something blue. <laughs> sure about that, mate? Like so when you oh, yeah. was talking about when you're talking Yo. about uh There's gonna be a the ride. thrill of the chase, the smile on your face. I'm like, Oh, keep it keep it coming. Subway, from, you're awfully, from deep awfully purple. early. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, so I, um, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, always love to Gee, with Subway Slam, when I grab your wee, wee, why does it stay soft? Oh, my. Okay, SpongeBob, I'll take you out of the sea, and I'll squeeze.
0: Did I do not know what the big deal is, Subway Slam. I always put SpongeBob's wee wee in
1: my mouth and his light <laughs> so uh, transitions to a Charleston chewing uh, Oh boy! <laughs> uh, no. uh.
2: Yeah, I, hey Subway, uh, I'm glad you're here because actually,
1: me too. We got
2: we we got an email into the show. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So uh, the email read, uh, "Dear gang, uh, love the show. However, we want to let you know that Subway." hasn't been honest about Big Brother and he's actually a big fan. So don't believe his lies. Signed oh. Stan Man
3: 4269.
2: Wow, Standman Man
0: 4269.
2: Yeah.
3: So Oh wow. See, I, I like people that. that give us scoops. It's important no, no. that we
1: get scoops. That's what makes the show. No, you no, uh, what I said last week was the literal truth I was not planning on watching next year and then uh, and I watched no episodes of it until I heard what was happening from the Bennington show. So, I'm going to just leave it at that. It was-
3: Subway slam! I'm Jerry the King Lawler and I do not play with wee-wees. The man is going to swing you around by your wee-wee.
1: You sure? How, how many How many years have you been playing with JR's wee-wee?
2: Oh, wow. wow. He's been playing with it for a while, a
0: little while.
1: Yeah, I yeah um th- did you hear about uh the um what's been going on wwe lately
0: no why don't you fill us in you're supposed to be our crack wwe correspondent yeah, yes no you, give you us know what breaking news
1: so something I'm, I'm gonna say it's not confirmed but it is most likely going to happen but on this monday night raw where they're in September on September 5th, where they are doing Monday night raw in Kansas city, Missouri, triple H has apparently made another sign, another signing. Um, oh, actually, a I thought he was like making a sign. Like, is
2: it a re signing? It is
1: a re signing. It is, is another re signing. Is it, it's resigning the fiend? No. Hmm. It is actually someone that has closely has had been closely associated with the fiend for a while. That is the monster among men. Really? I I thought he was really into doing the the bodybuilding. I thought he was getting all into that. Yeah. You know, I thought that too. Um, but apparently I guess triple H, uh, uh, talked with him and, uh, Ron Strowman is reportedly set to return to WWE as early as um, uh, September 5th, and um, he is scheduled to go to Kansas City on September 5th. So, wow. with that being said
2: that's a great scoop there. How about yeah. that?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and Subway he is, came through for us. Yeah, you point know what? I didn't even expect him coming back, um, because he had that little. Uh, I don't know if you remember actually that he had that little company him and EC3 started like an was it early 2022 it was like control your narrative I think it was called and they were bringing in like wrestlers that are pretty controversial um I know Karrion Cross was there at one point but he went back he's back now so th- there's no need for for that but um
2: well you know Carrion cross was working with uh freddie prince jr there for a short while because freddie prince wants to do his own little independent right he was lead, and he, he was going to build it around carrying cross and his wife where Carrion yeah. was a champion
1: and that's so not going to happen
2: that, that's definitely not going to happen now um yeah. so I, i'd be interested to know who freddie's going to reach out to next
1: but yeah i mean i will say this aw um, I did read that. I don't know if you know Bobby Fish. He's part. Of, he was part of the undisputed era in w, uh, WWE and NXT, and then he right. moved over to AEW with his buddies Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Well, apparently, well, uh, well, I wouldn't say apparently. It's actually confirmed. He's not in AEW anymore. Uh, the uh re what what are they call the re dragon? I think they call it in AEW. Uh, it's just Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly now. Bobby Fish is a free agent, not with the company of AEW. And then uh, Malachi Black, um, most people know him in WWE as Alistair Black, former NXT champion. Yes. He just requested his release from AEW. No. Yes. Really? Yes. There's a lot of shaking up going on. Yep. Yeah, Interesting. No. so apparently, uh, Khan is Tony Khan is still optimistic about AEW, but I, I mean, I'll say this, um, he's got to figure something out. Like, that's what he has to do. He's got to figure. He's got to figure, figure stuff out.
2: Dude, I, I hope uh, Doctor Britt Baker DMD makes it over to WWE. They could use a good dentist. They could. Uh, you know what?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I heard that I heard she takes their insurance too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She'll take you humana. Yeah. She'll take you mana. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Dental care is important. It is. Mm-hmm. You
2: gotta take care of your teeth.
1: Yeah. Take care of your teeth, kids. Brush your teeth. Yeah. See your dentist every six Sweet months. Melissa,
2: how's the song go? Brush a
1: brush a brush. A?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: You gotta brush a brush a brush. A. Yes.
0: Is yeah. that how the song? That's a shitty song. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, from um, Greece? yeah, I remember that brush, brush, brush.
2: The beavers and the TVs like brushing its two no teeth. No
1: one knows the rest of the words.
2: You know, your teeth, a teeth, the teeth. I think mm-hmm. it's the next line.
3: Mm-hmm. Of
0: course, it is. Of course, that's the next line. Yeah, this has been our PSA. Brush your teeth, kids. Unless you want to have cavities and missing teeth and look like a hobo. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, you ever seen those bad guy cavities?
0: Yeah. You seen that oh, cartoon before? Yes. They're, they're pretty
1: mean.
2: They're mean. You want to watch out for them.
1: You don't yeah. want to deal with them. Oh, yeah, no. Um, were the cavity of- creeps?
2: The cavity creates. So we <laughs> make holes in teeth. That's out for them fuckers.
1: Mean bastards.
2: Yeah, they're a bunch of dickheads.
1: Hey, um, well, uh, speaking of uh, criminals or uh, robbers or bad guys, did you hear that Beverly Hills Cop is going to have a fourth movie?
2: Oh, I think they've been. I think it's already in production.
1: Yeah, it's in production. Uh there's been, there's been photos of Eddie Murphy with his Detroit lions. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The,
2: well, yeah, well, uh, Axel jacket. Foley, Axel Foley's from Detroit, man.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, there's so a when, De- Detroit pizza. Point,
0: what about Detroit pizza? There's a
1: Detroit pizza, uh, right nearby, uh, where I live. Deep dish. Yes. Well, yeah, no, very that's, delicious. It, isn't that Chicago? No, no, no. Detroit, Detroit style
2: Detroit is... Detroit has a, like a similar style. A similar
1: style. See, it's very I, delicious. See, I don't know about the Detroit culture. All I know is that people get shot there.
2: Wow. Detroit's well, a cool city. I've been to Detroit. Can't spell riot without Detroit. That's true.
0: <laughs> but yeah. hey, Detroit style pizza is super good. We, there's a chain called Jets that's local here. They're from Michigan. Yeah, they're, oh, really? they're up
2: and down uh, Interstate 75. But
0: man, they make a good... Detroit style pizza
1: they're super good
2: little Caesars from Detroit they're Detroit yes the only thing I know about
1: the hey the only thing I know about Detroit is I is Motown uh the Red Wings uh the Pistons and the uh the the losers called the Detroit Lions hey wait a the Tigers man what about that
0: what about they build cars there
1: yeah Motor City Motor City man yeah Mo Motor City yeah What do you mean?
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's like the most important thing they do in Detroit is hockey town USA. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Vroom, vroom.
0: If it wasn't for the cars, there'd be no sports in Detroit.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, In fact, yeah, there'd be Uh, no
2: motel music. Yeah. And there definitely would be no motel music without Detroit muscle.
0: So Detroit's very important. Yeah. Greek town in Detroit's good. They got some good restaurants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Greek town is really it's it's like maybe two city blocks, so it's not a lot. But there's some good Greek restaurants there. Hmm. I, I do like a good Greek salad. Kid Rock
1: is from Detroit. I
0: love me he some is. Kid Rock. There you go. Yes. And if it weren't for the auto industry, Kid Rock wouldn't be there.
3: Bob Seger.
0: Bob Seeger, if it weren't Love for the that. auto industry, Ted Nugent, Or for the auto industry,
1: Eminem,
2: wasn't uh, the the Cream uh, Rock magazine? They were based out of Detroit, wasn't that part of their thing too? Um, I, 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 I think don't know. I think I think they were. I think Cream was was that Detroit. They, yeah, I think they were on Detroit because they were like, we're not. East Coast, and we're not West Coast. I think they were. Uh,
0: They're Middle Coast, no coast. They were no coast, no coast, baby.
1: They were right.
2: flyover country.
1: Yeah, Uh the, the, the Detroit. Yeah, no, you know what? Detroit's got a got a lot of people. Glenn Fry. Let, let me just say, Glenn Fry, mate. Um, great guy.
3: Love Glenn Fry. Isn't he dead? Yeah, yes. I think he suffers from the smuggler's blues.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: How about French fry? Is he from Detroit? French fry. French fry. (laughs) It's something very delicious. I think that's his cousin. It's his cousin French. Frenchy. Frenchy fry. Oh, Frenchy fry? French
2: fry. Yeah, in France, they
3: just call it a fry.
2: Well, and then he has his other cousin, Flash fry. Yeah. Um, And then,
0: uh, you know. And then, you know, his cousin from the south, Deep Fry. Oh, Deep Fry. He's got diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. You know, all that fried food. It's not,
2: you know, uh, I saw from uh, putting that mustard on the biscuit.
0: Oh. That's a sunblade, <laughs> dude. I, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I do. What's weird? We like
2: it to stay on point and topical. Like, I was only like uh, twenty-four years late on that impersonation.
0: Someway not... slam, then man is very upset with you and will not be tasting your wee wee. The oh, smile on your face—it oh, is not the kill; it is the thrill of the chase.
3: Patrick oh. always has something insightful to say. Wait, oh, who is that? Four, who, wait,
0: who? Patrick from uh, oh, SpongeBob. Patrick,
1: oh. Patrick Star. And you know what? Before oh, before any and you know what? Before any viewers get offended about who we leave out and um people from uh, Detroit, Michigan, I'm just gonna say it out there. Alice Cooper is from Detroit. No, I thought you no, meant... he's he's
0: no
2: no
1: he's he, he's from Detroit. He's from Wisconsin. Nope. Isn't he from... Nope. He's from Detroit.
0: All right.
2: I like. To... I hey. thought you were gonna say Gerald Ford.
1: No. Good old Jerry.
0: Watch out when he hits a golf ball. Yeah. Listen, you note know I like from Detroit is their chili dogs, their coney dogs. They're very delicious.
2: gee with Subway Slam. When I grab your wee wee, why does it stay
1: soft? SpongeBob, you have ten seconds before I find you in the the sea. All right. <laughs> well, maybe we maybe we'll move on
0: from wee wee talk.
2: We 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 actually have a uh, a real topic. We
0: do have a topic. We we very professionally put a topic together for this show. Yeah.
2: So before you two knuckleheads uh, derail it anymore, <laughs> 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 you know, with all this wee wee talk,
0: a yeah. lot of wee wee talk. Yeah, Reading I got it. Show wee talk with a bunch of wee wees. We, we talk with Big Ed and
1: Subway Swam. Trying yeah. to stay, trying to be positive, you know.
2: No, uh, why'd you walk into that one? Might as well
1: cue <laughs> the music on that. Yep, uh, cue cue that. I'm I'm ready. Cue, cue the
2: that. music as we lead into the, uh, the next
1: segment. <laughs> oh, shit.
3: There
1: we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till High School
3: Musical comes. He'll, he'll use one of those songs. Trust me. This this could wind up on Twitter. I think under the uh, the video is very very good. Yeah, very good. you know what?
1: You might. Hey, you know what? You have my consent to put it on Twitter. Okay. And you know what? Yeah, I can't wait for you when High School oh, Musical comes out. Oh, he already posted
2: up. it like three weeks ago. So.
1: Oh oh, he did. Nice. Yeah. So,
2: hey, consent's still there though. Yep. And then it got viral on Instagram. It was crazy. Sick. <laughs>
0: Sick. All right. Hey, so tonight, the big topic. Big, big topic. topic. We're going to talk about cars that are the stars oh, of television programs. So, especially, I think this was very prominent in the 80s, but yeah. there's a, in other decades, Sure, cars that were the stars. So... Um, I'm going to let you lead out lead off case. Okay. What, what what do we got? Let's let's talk about our first car.
2: Well, all right. The first one was one when I grew up with was the 1969 Dodge Charger RT of The Duke the,
0: Boys. The Duke Boys, the Dukes of Hazzard. Yes, the General Lee, the General Lee. The in my opinion the greatest TV car ever. Yes. yes. And yes. all be all, the general man. And Bubba Watson has one. Bubba Watson does have a actual general <laughs> that was on the He TV won show.
2: the Masters and turned around and bought the general,
0: <laughs> the general league. league right a real general league. league. A real general league that was used on the TV show. Yes.
3: They probably you know, consulted with John Snyder because he is like a resident expert on anything generally.
1: You, you ever watch his uh, YouTube, YouTube page? Channel? Is great,
2: yes. Great one, talking about. Yeah.
0: It's full of generally knowledge. Yes. Do you know? I generally Three shout
2: out to his page.
0: I generally don't give a fuck. What do you mean? I generally don't give a fuck. <laughs> There's actually a YouTube uh, content creator. That is a uh, t-shirt and a hoosie you can get. Oh. Chunky monkey. I think it's Chunky Monkey 42 or something like that.
2: Anyway. All right, whoa, whoa. Easy there, Big Ed. I don't know what's going on at the Montecito.
3: let getting uh, Water now. from my office. Jesus. So,
0: yes, I th- I Some think you let off with the... <laughs> my, oh, my.
2: Well, I, I wanted to get a big one. Yeah, you, know, you got to get here. a big car. There, there's a lot of good cars, but, I mean, that one was uh, a car... And I forget how, Oh, wait. Um... They said in the show there were at least 256 of these
0: challengers or chargers, chargers as used it was. in the show no totaled
2: 256
0: yeah. total were jump jump cars yeah yeah they had they had a standing ad that they ran in the LA papers that they were buying 68 60 uh you could use a 68 69 or 70 and change the taillight panels on them to a 69 taillight panel yeah and get away with it the 70s had different front fenders but anyway yeah that that's the sad part that all these chargers met their demise but this was a time when you could buy one of those cars for like a couple grand a really nice one for a couple grand
2: oh oh yeah no doubt for sure
0: same car today you oh. pay fifteen thousand dollars at
2: least, yeah. at least
0: the a plain Jane charger, like a three eighteen charger, not one with a three eighty three. Now the ones that were
2: tied to the show that are still standing, uh, like the one Bubba got, has was it, six figures. It was yeah. somewhere around one ten to one twenty that you're going to fetch for them.
0: I believe Bubba Watson owns Lee one. There, if you go on YouTube, there's a documentary about it. It was found in a junkyard in Georgia, and it was each one of the original General Lees. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the uh, label makers, the plastic label makers? Yeah. Okay. The car's left side of the dash by the windshield, they were numbered. So this car was okay. lead one. Oh, wow. And it was the car in the opening... Um, credits where it's jumping over Roscoe's police car. Yes, that's Lee one. Really? Yes. Wow. So, and it was also in the episode repo men where it was the car on, what was the guy's name? Slick, the used car lot and then Bo and Luke walk over and say, Hey, Hey, uh, school bus driver. What's up, man? Glad to see you on the show tonight. Just a little shout out. So that was the car that they used in that episode of Repo Men. Yeah, yeah. On Slick's used car lot, where uh, Bo and Luke say, "Hey, isn't that the char- isn't that the the car Richard Petty used in that commercial this weekend?" And then they show a picture under the hood of the car, and it's some kind of supercharged. I don't know if it was a big block or a small block, but it definitely wasn't a Chrysler motor. But uh, yes, so that's a, that car was found in a Georgia junkyard, restored. They, in fact, that car was painted. That car came from the factory copper, so they painted the car copper first. Then they painted it the um, flame red, flame red, which actually it was, it was not a Chrysler color. It's a Chevy it, color. It was a, a Corvette Chevy, color
2: for a for Corvette. It was actually painted that. But obviously, we look at it and we're like orange.
0: But the color is actually flame, flame red. red. Flame yeah. red. Flame
2: Which I found out, I didn't realize that was a GM GM um, color. I thought that was kind of cool.
3: There were even cars that were still wet on on set. Yeah, like they were just getting done. They couldn't keep up. They wanted to keep, I said, about twelve to thirteen cars on standby because that's how many they go through a show.
2: Well, I, I heard they had to do like uh, for the safety of the drivers, so they can land the cars like the offset, like the basically the ballast they would put, they put like concrete think,
0: in the trunk. I,
2: I think about like 500 pounds or something Yeah, like a, 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 a good amount, um, in the trunk to, to yeah, because so because otherwise,
0: otherwise the car's going to go end over end. Yep. Anytime it went over a jump, it just, it'd just be way too heavy. In fact, that car that was found Lee, one that was found in the junkyard yep. still had the ballast in the trunk. No kidding, man. Hey, you okay,
2: got paid paid a fortune. You're like your car weighs how much? I'll pay you this by the pound.
0: I'll pay you by the pound. And in that same junkyard, there's a couple uh, police cars used in the show. Not the Dodge Monacos or the Plymouth. Uh, uh, I,
2: where where okay. were the I can't, you, you, I'll never remember what those Plymouths were
0: called. Right, but they were the the Dodge Mon the the seventy. They're like 74, seventy four seventy. 73, 74 Monaco's they used in the first Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a few of those cars were in the junkyard too. This guy, the guy who bought the Lee 1 and restored it. Dodge bought... made like a fucking billion of those cars. Man. Sure, they're fleet cars. Yeah. So yes, greatest TV, you started it off. Greatest TV car of all it, time. It was a star of the show. For, the General for Lee. Certain... You know? In fact, you could write to the General Lee and you would get a... Oh. <laughs> postcard back and it would have a title track all right it. all right all right so big ed this is actually
2: uh, a true fact about the General Lee. the generally received more fan mail than uh the gentleman that played bow and luke duke and miss Catherine bach who is daisy, daisy duke. duke not surprised combined they the car the, the car, car yeah, received received an inanimate the car object. received more fan mail yeah. than anyone on the show combined because it was the coolest car ever, dude. Yeah.
3: Dear car, you're fast. No, yeah. it's
0: Dear General Lee, man. Yeah. Dear General Lee. The car had a name. Can I change your oil? Signed yeah.
2: double that's A A M C L. That's that's a that's a little <laughs> that's transmission.
0: <clears throat>
2: but but they're kind of trying to expand their services, you know
0: oh boy so all right i got it i got an interesting tv car and okay. I, i'm gonna go something a little more obscure okay i a little, like this. a little more a I little like, earlier i like obscure what about the Munsters' coach oh
3: yeah, I, I was going to say the Partridge family bus. But yeah, uh,
0: the, the wait, wait, hold, hold on. Casey I has it on, it on his it. notes. I have, wow. I have it on my notes. So wait, did you wait, have wait. the Partridge family bus too oh, the 57 school bus? We'll get yeah. to that. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I I'm <impressed laughs> am right, with
2: those all, right, notes. all right,
0: all right. The monster coach, monster coach, dude. The monster coach built by George Barris.
2: Yes. Uh, great uh, hot rod guy. Awesome hot rod guy. I mean, this guy was like
0: the living embodiment of building like a Hot Wheels machine. Plus, he was a showman. Yes. If you watch anything on YouTube about him, or if you, um, or if you watch, uh, he was on American Pickers one episode. Real really? In fact, yes. They went and picked his shop in North Hollywood. Really? Oh, that would have been a good. That episode. would have been a good one. Yeah. George Barris passed away, I think, two years ago. So, rest in peace there, George Barris. Thanks for all the cool cars that you built for us. And then, right, we're going to Dragula. You I got I, it on there. I wrote there. Dragula. I'm impressed. Good job on the list. All right. For, first off,
2: Dragula is awesome because one, uh, all right, it's the guy that's making the, the movie at the show, it's, it's uh, Rob Zombie. You know, he yes. made a rock song called Dragula. <clears throat> about the car that the was car. in, but that, that was grandpa, grandpa r- 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 Munster's, grandpa
0: Munster's hot rod, which is
2: a great episode because they got a drag race, you know,
0: that up. wasn't that in, Mon, isn't that in Munster go home? The movie that was in the movie,
3: wasn't it?
2: No, they, they didn't. Oh, That's the one up.
3: that drug him around and Herman held it and his yes. shoes smoked.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now, do you want to hear an
0: interesting fact about that car uh-huh. on Dracula uh, or the Munster Okay. So George Barris was commissioned also to build that race car. Yes. Now in the state of California, in order to buy a casket, you have to have a death certificate. So they fucking bribed the fucking mortuary guy down the road. Yeah. And he left the casket out the back door. They rode by with the truck, threw it in the back of the truck, back to the hot rod shop. They went. That's funny, man. Well, well, um, because that was a real fiberglass casket that they used to build the Dragula. Because
2: I I'm trying to remember what with, with the, the the original chassis with the the monster coach. The monster
0: in. coach is the body is three Model Ts put together, but the chassis is a custom made chassis. Right, right. Well, that's what right, I meant. It was based off a of,
2: a Model T. Model but, T is, the but body's. even like they had to like custom do the seat because uh the. The gentleman that Fred played, Gwynn Fred they actually Gwynn. had to
0: take the seat out if he drove the car because he was because Fred was so tall.
2: He was so tall, right? And
0: uh so it was like custom so he could just fit in it just even for the pitcher. Sure. No you know what's crazy about that? He wore like a suit. Like Fred Gwynn is actually a skinny, skinny guy. And yeah he, he was very he, slim. Very slim, slim guy. Boy. So to play Herman he had like a rubber suit that he put on to give him that big blocky um silhouette why why do we assume like he was supposed to be just
2: of a cadaver like what like Frankenstein was just built of a cadaver not like you know oh it's Schwarzenegger died let's just, you know, let, like, let use his
0: body and make I it. I don't know but you know what if let All me God ask Christ. you this let me ask you this if you're building if you're building a man Let's pretend you're Doctor Frankenstein. Okay. And you're built, You're like, I want to build a man. Right. Aren't you going to like make like a muscular dude, not like like a skinny dude or a pudgy dude or or do you just go with the parts that are available?
2: You go to the GM parts bin and
0: just put it together. Put it call, it together. call it a Fiero, man. <laughs> call it Fiero. That's that's what I, I think. I think Frankenstein was better than a Fiero. <laughs>
2: well, if if they made the Fiero the way they were supposed to make a Fiero, a mid-engine sports car with a you know, a very spirited V6, it could have been something special.
0: It could have been Frankenstein. It could have been Herman Munster, but it wasn't. They
3: had a Fiero with a V6.
2: They did, uh, the last year. The last year. The first
0: year, they had it with an Iron Duke, though. 2.5 Iron Duke with a three-quart oil pan that people – so <laughs> they would run the sons of bitches low and then they would throw a rod and catch on fire yes because the owner's manual was printed incorrectly he said it was a four-quart pan it was a three-quart pan oh god and so or one serviced. or the other i i forget that the owner's manual it was wrong people didn't keep enough oil in them would throw a rod catch the son of bitch on fire just maintain your cars, folks. That's all I ask you to do. Maintain your cars. What's our next car case? Right, right, no, right. wait, wait, wait.
1: Oh, I was gonna. Uh, go,
2: all right, was, go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Didn't mean to step on you, Subway. Oh um, no, 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 it's
1: okay. I'm just gonna throw out there. I'm gonna say a guess, but if I had to think, the first thing, um, besides Duke uh, of Hazard and Parker's family, where the the car was a star in the in a show, TV series. I think of the iconic van from the A-team. Ah, good choice. The GMC I mean,
2: van. Yeah, the, the GMC, GMC van. van. I, I just, like,
1: that. that's, oh, like, Bandura. one of the, I think that's one of the, that's, like, one of the two things I think of when I think of the A-team. That van, the GMC, and the—
2: I've C- who, who want, want to fly, not riding my van.
0: Now, a car that's often forgotten about on the A-team is Face's Corvette. Faces Corvette. It was white oh, yeah. with, with a red, red stripe, stripe goofy yeah. red stripe on it. Okay, I've been thinking about this. Okay, so the A team, right? Yep. They are soldiers of fortune. They are living on the lam. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yes, because if not, Colonel Decker is going to get them and yep. throw them in the huskaw. Yes. yes. So, okay, you got to register your fucking car every year. How do you do that? Yep. When you're when you're a fugitive like that, how do you register? Because wait, wait, yeah, how do you van register
2: was, a custom van that's black right. with a red stripe, red stripe with loud with pipes, a uh, brush guard on the front? That it's the all, one Turbi- of a kind, it, absolutely one-off, a one off like, nope.
0: red turbine wheels,
2: really cool, good looking, but is not people going to recognize that? One
3: would think. One would think.
2: How's that laying low?
3: Uh, everyone except law enforcement, <laughs> Colonel Decker, Colonel Decker. I know what they look like but I cannot figure out what the fuck they drive. How do they get around? <laughs>
0: yeah. And then where was it? so they normally they were riding in BA's van. Yes. What do they do with the Corvette at that point? Where's the Corvette at? Do they have like a hideout? They never showed a hideout on the no, yeah, A team. Now, are we supposed to Are we supposed to is that in a theater of our mind Are we supposed to assume that the A team they have a hideout somewhere?
3: I don't know. Like the, the back cave,
0: right. right? But it's the A team cave. Where the
3: guardrail would fall down when they'd leave.
0: You know, I think.
3: Speaking of star of the show, uh,
2: George Papard, and uh, unfortunately he's passed. he's passed. So the secrets have died with him. Damn it! The secrets of A team, we'll never know. Yeah, but that's a good I one, mean, Subway. I yeah, I, no,
1: I was thinking of that, but like the first thing that also came to mind, it was not really much of a car; it was more of like a, a motorcycle. But I'm still gonna see it, and I could thank my father, uh, for um, um, for watching the show, so now I know it. Uh, but I chips, know what it's gonna say. The chips, yeah. chips, chips. The... Wow, that's Casey
0: and I watched a lot of chips. Didn't
3: we, K- KZ nine hundred air cooled.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, you know what? You I have You have it. I, you it. It. You I have thought it. I had it somewhere. Oh, Yeah. Yep. They are Kawasaki- Kawasaki's. Yeah. Yeah.
3: See, they KZ nine hundred or a KZ one thousand, but they no, were
2: they they actually big big Ed knows his motorcycle. his two wheels Yes, they actually use both. They actually use depending
0: both. on the season. Correct.
3: Yeah, could have got the upgrade.
0: And then you know it's strange. But
3: Fonzie had a motorcycle
0: too. He did. He had a triumph. Yeah, that's not very American. No, it's very British. It yes. Yeah. So that,
2: that, that would have been rare. Like, was that supposed to be a '50s show? Who would have had a triumph? No, oh, triumphs were popular then. In the '50s like, in yeah, America?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, because they're kind of the sporting bike. Where Harley's were the bigger bike. That yeah. because you think about it, the Sportster wasn't until mid to late '50s when mm-hmm. that came out. And that was going to compete against the Triumphs. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Because Fonzie's was a Triumph Thunderbird, which was kind of a sport bike of its day. But back to chips. Eric Estrada didn't know how to ride motorcycles until he got on that show. I
2: heard there's a
3: story. He
0: got
2: like uh, hurt really bad riding. They did very
3: little riding on that show. They were always trailered.
2: Oh, trailered. Absolutely. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, yeah, they were trailered. But he got hurt in a training exercise with like, i think it did a high side where he went over the the front of the bike and so the producers bought him a rolls-royce to make up for it they bought him a cornice at the time hey try and these are the same people that you know end up like fucking fucking his career but they bought him a that, roll that's the story Bought him a rolls to make up like hey you're probably hey eric listen
0: yeah here you go here's the yeah. Rolls. you know what else they did every episode Ponch and John got the girls, dude.
1: Yeah, for and real. all they had to they say, did. "Hey,
0: my name's Ponch. This is my partner, John." Right, and the ladies were like, "Oh, hey." Yep. How did they, how did they do that, man? They I don't just know. That pimpastic. They just know oh, I mean,
2: uniform. You know.
0: Oh uh, yeah. And
2: ladies and like a good uniform. Sweet yeah. Sure. Okay, that's good. That, that was almost. There's, yeah. That that was it was better than good. her
0: just nodding. That was almost convincing. She nodded yeah. for a bit. So yeah, have that energy illicit. there. It's yeah. radio; they can't see us. I've
1: never really been
0: that girl. Have you? Have you been that girl to watch Chips? No. No. <sighs> but Chips was a, such a good show. It
2: was.
1: I've seen it
2: as high too. Oh man, I forget what it was on. Well,
0: it was on syndication on a lot of things. Um. It was on syndication WTOG channel 44 oh. when we were kids. Yeah, well, and in the summer, let me tell you about let, WTOG 44. Also monster movies. Oh, it, late at night. But well, th- that's another talk now, for another day. Yeah. Now let me take, can I take you back to our childhood? Yeah,
1: boom. Yeah. There's gotta boom, be a little boom, sequencing. Boom, boom.
0: I can remember you specifically getting really pissed. Because you wanted to go I in the pool. I never got upset. No, never. Because you wanted to go in the pool, but I'm like, hey, Chips isn't over yet. Uh, oh, yeah. And you're like, come on, let's go outside. I'm like, wait, when Chips is done.
2: <laughs> I would get upset because I'm like, we know how it's going to end. Absolutely. The doofus guys in the van, they're going to finally get caught. And uh, you know And
0: then there's going to be, at the end of the episode, it's going to be a stop motion sequence. Oh, a stop motion laugh sequence. Yes. Yeah. Like John getting a foot up his ass.
2: Right. You know, the chief realized and he got uh you know a
0: one over on him. Catrere. Catrera. Yeah, Couture. yeah. Oh, Which he never <laughs> called Ponch Ponch. He always called him by his proper name Frank. Hey Frank. Frank. Frank, Frank? Punch- Frank?
2: Punch- or oh, punch- oh, he called oh,
3: him Poncharello, punch- yeah.
0: Poncharello. So Good, good. Wow, I'm impressed. Subway. Chips. How about how about it's, the it's uh, detectives
3: my... with the uh, Ford Torino? Oh, do oh. you
0: mean Starsky and Hutch? Oh, wait.
3: wait I wait. do. Hold on. I do.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Let's go to my my notebook. Hold on. Oh, you're talking about a 1975 Ford Grand Torino with the 351 Windsor V8. Yeah, I didn't write that down. That's a
3: good. Did one. you write the, Did you write the Monkey Mobile with the the GTO tricked out? Hold on, hold on. No, we're, no, getting, no. we're
0: getting we
2: ahead of well, ourselves. I'm just asking. Uh, if it's on the list,
3: let's listen, yes, no question.
0: That's
2: that's a classic car. I, I'm glad you brought that one up. Actually, when I lived in Winter Park, there was a guy that had that same car. The, the Torino
0: or the Monkey Mobile? No, the Torino. Okay. The same
2: one with that with red white, tomato, with, with the, the white stripe. And he he was an older guy. Obviously. he probably wiped it with a baby diaper every day. And once a week, just take it out and you're just taking out your, you know, those old V eights. Yep. Like just stalling out just the idle.
0: Yeah. Uh, love <sighs> you know, aggressive camshaft, you know, they, Hey, hey nothing have kind of that. a choppy idol. I hey, loved it.
2: Uh, and, um, and uh, he, he would just, you'd see him once a week. It was great. I'd be washing my car and see him. Skim the old give thumbs, thumbs up. up. This is an older guy. One of those cars.
3: Did he take and throw the light on top too when he went by? You know how there <laughs> the light on top?
2: No, yeah. No, he'd let me slide across the hood sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm uh...
3: sure he a big fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you have Levi uh, copper rivet jeans come by? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never oh, mind. I had my Gerber in my pocket.
2: Oh. One of those cars. Uh, one of the uh, grand Torinos from star Piage was uh, in the Duke's of Hazzard pilot it's just
0: parked yeah back like in the actually they drove the car didn't they because it was it wasn't a Duke's pilot it was one of the first three episodes it's oh no you're right it was the first pilot it was one-arm bandits you are a hundred percent right because you had Cooter yep you had dobro yep. Yeah. And then you had the Duke boys, and there's one other guy. I forget his name. Cooter had an El Camino. Mm-hmm. I think Dobro drove a sixty. Dobro drove a '69 Camaro. Yeah. And then one of the other guys used the uh, the Torino. Yeah. So there was a cross. The, our first crossover. Car crossover.
2: That's, but that's a classic car. It was
0: definitely the start of the show. It was uh, on our Bandits, which I think dukes of hazard if we go back to dukes of hazard real quick my my most favorite dukes episode would be the original number one pilot episode one-armed bandits just saying favorite anyway
2: big mike do you have a car
0: yeah i got a car. car i got a car for you okay my mother the car
2: Oh, I forgot about that show. That's a good obscure. That's a super my, obscure
0: one. Yeah. That's 1960s a, super campy see, I sitcom. Like that. Yeah, yeah. But my mother, the car. Which was it? That car was a, that wasn't even a real car. That car was a, they fabricated that up. Right. I never watched the show often. I saw it in reruns. Yeah, there would have been like TV Land or something. TV Land. So, But uh, there's an obscure one. Yeah. My Mother the Car.
2: My Mother the Car is a good one. Um, All right. So here's a show you watched a lot, I know, as a kid. I want to bring up. Now, I kind of forgot at first they used a 72 it's supposed to be a 72 Ferrari Daytona Spider
0: GTS 4. Uh I know but who it was this is. But it was a replica. It oh, was yeah. a replica. They used a Chevy Corvette.
2: And and it correct, it was built on the the Corvette C3 chassis and Ferrari
0: got uh, pissed off about it. Was this.
2: very pissed off and said stop doing this so they're like we will provide you with what i thought was end up being the iconic car of the show i agree and a ferrari of that generation oh that
0: car that car was the ferrari
2: Testarossa on miami vice
0: yes the white Testarossa. that that, that was the car man do you remember the episode that, that was the
2: coolest supercar outside the Countach, but on tv the Testarossa. I, th- I think the
0: Testarossa was a cooler car than the. Kuntas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, absolutely. It was a lot more contemporary, anyways. Yeah. Uh but
0: I mean, I I've how figured... is it different than from Tom Selleck's Ferrari? Ah, well, or, 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 that's a different. What, that's what, a three hundred eight well, GT. On. That's a different. That we are skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead.
2: You, you no. listen. We're, it's a we're... question. All right. Well, not not different. Uh, the the three hundred eight um, was. Oh an wait, I got model. them
3: side by side. The, 30, the
0: 308 gt gt uh, it was a three they actually used i think three different 308 GTs. actually the 308 and there was a 308 they GTA, were supposed to be
2: a new one supposed to gts every, yeah the, the gts they used they offered a new one every season in fact when they did the original magnum pi they wanted to do the porsche 928 Oh, really? That's the car they wanted to use? They wanted to use. And they're like, they asked because of TV, they're like, we want to do a custom built larger sunroof for the car. And uh, Porsche said, there's no way we're not doing a larger sunroof. Wow. So So they missed
0: out on great product placement.
2: Yeah, so they went huge. So, Magnum Pi went original with the '79 Ferrari 308 GTS, and every year they just went with the newer model. New car. They made a minor uh, modification to move the seat back just a smidge. Tom Salk to, was a tall guy. To shoehorn Tom Selleck in it, uh, that's that's again. All right. So what we're talking about when the cars start. That's definitely the car, oh, big time. You can't think about Magnum PI without, without that the, Ferrari. The Ferrari, no, it it doesn't work. Now I don't know. I mean, the island's uh, a buck and a quarter around, and I mean a mile and a half. I mean, you're getting around pretty quick. Pretty that. quick. That, that was maybe. Robin
0: Masters' car it was what was a, a license plate was like robin and a number robin one robin two yeah something like that yeah, yeah it
2: was it was it, his
0: car it was his so, car was robin a, masters who yeah magnum lived on the property yes that was robin's car and magnum's like it, fuck it i'm gonna drive the ferrari yeah like robin's ferrari <laughs> and he drove the hell out of it he, he drove it yeah. like he stole it and yeah. technically kind of stole it kind
2: of yeah <laughs> yeah Very gray area
0: yeah, actually, so, um, Higgins, uh, Higgins would give him help.
3: Oh, Higgins and the dogs,
0: the dogs. <laughs> oh Higgins. yeah. The, the, the Dobermans. two Dobermans, they had names. I, like, hey, like, I, I was names.
3: able to pull up a picture and it's got the monkey mobile, the bat mobile, the blues mobile, Herbie has yeah. got kit, the Duke, it's got the Wayne's world pacer with the flames and way in the background, you can see uh, the shaking bake. What was his father's name? The the at the thirteen oh yeah 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 what a cool picture the Munster mobile um well, I, well I, there I, there are I,
2: a lot of I, iconic I, movie cars but we're gonna stick to uh, the, yes right
1: I actually have another one
2: all right all right actually it's your turn there uh, subway so uh, go, go ahead. ahead throw it out there. okay.
1: I am I'm actually surprised that this car has not been mentioned at all, but I'm gonna throw it out there because this car is very iconic and this is when the car this is like an example like this car kind of just like was kinda the backbone of this TV series, and that is the nineteen eighty two Pontiac Firebird from Knight Rider. Well, kind of a big
2: one. I mean you're you're kinda going for the coup de grace very early, but
1: yeah but, i mean that kind of that kind of was the backbone for that show
0: it kind of it was it was fucking kit dude and car which stand for oh. night automatic roving robot see or night was it night i i have it written down night animated and night automate night automated roving robot was yes. car. kit was night industry 2000. Yes,
2: car was the second generation from that same company. And he Bill went Kett. bad.
0: He went bad. So check this out. It so, was rogue. So oh, check, oh, it gets better. So with the TV show, yes, Pontiac Motor Division actually went to Universal Studios and said, please stop referring to this car as a Trans Am. People are showing up at the showrooms expecting to get fucking kit.
3: Yes. They thought they're going to
0: show it at, at your local Pontiac dealer. Show me the black Trans Am. Well, does it talk? No. Uh does it have turbo boost? No. Man, people oh. that Well, oh, it on yes, does, that that does on TV. Yes. that happened
1: to me at Publix with the little salt and pepper shakers yeah. for holidays? Hey, they're
2: nice at me at Publix on TV. You're like, "Well, not fucking here." I had Get the fuck out. <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: So Universal Studios, they asked them because if you if you watch the early episodes, the first season episodes, Kit is often often referred to as a Trans Am, Trans Am, Trans Am, Trans Am. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're doing product placement. They're doing product placement. They went to Pontiac and they there was a company in Hollywood that helped manufacturers, not only car manufacturers. But, you know, Coca-Cola and everybody else like that. Didn't they change the nose on it, too? Oh, they changed the nose. The, none of the cars had stock noses. And the noses change, it changed every season they had a different right. nose on the
3: car. Yeah, okay. So they The went first to year it. looked like a Trans Am with just no, the red lights going. No, it,
0: it, was, it was different. It, if you look at it, Big Ed, there was a there is a great YouTube channel. i picked up a lot of Knight Rider knowledge from – knight rider historians on youtube Uh they actually own two original cars from the show they own the tractor trailer as well which they're which is under restoration currently so they really go into detail about the cars that were used on the show what model years how they acquired the cars so and every year the nose changed on those cars that the early nose, yes, was very, it was closer to a stock Trans Am nose, but it was still slightly different. And if you look at the one okay. in the pilot pilot presentation, if you find that on YouTube looks nothing like the one that was in the first on the right, first right season right. car, but, uh, yeah, man. Kit, I'm going to go to my Pontiac dealer. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to, um, courtesy Pontiac. It was before that, (laughs) Superior Pontiac. I'm going to go to Superior Pontiac and buy Kit. Well, that would have been that time. It would have been Superior Pontiac. Pontiac. I can't believe people, and I'm with you, Big Ed. It's a TV show, people. The fucking car really doesn't talk. I'm sorry to ruin it for you. Do you remember who, I'm going to cover it up,
2: you may remember, who voiced Kit?
1: Uh, I know who did it. I know who did it. I uh, know. All right,
2: settle that. Hold last on, last name Sorry, is Daniel. My bad. Um, um, all right, all right. I'm, I'm asking Big Mike on this one. Could just because he's sitting next to me. All
0: right. His last name is Daniel.
1: Yeah. Correct.
2: All right, all right, correct. Uh, William Daniels. William Daniels, yes. So, same,
1: guy, same guy who's in Boy Meets World.
2: Correct. But I just know him as uh, John Adams from the musical 1776, which is the movie about – How our country was formed. Uh, If you haven't watched the movie, I'm gonna watch it. Actually I recommend it. So is it comedy? It's kind of a comedy musical. It's kind of funny and it's probably the closest of the actual interpretation of a real Ben Franklin. You're like. That guy was really a womanizer, wasn't he? Oh, he oh, liked yeah. the ladies. No, he was. There's nothing like that in Ben Franklin. Anything? He liked them all, didn't care how big, fat, 18 terrible, to 80, black, white. white. Crippled or crazy. Hey, mm-hmm. Liked them little, liked them small. Sometimes he liked them ten foot tall. <laughs> That's right. All right. Yeah. So who was the voice
0: of Peter or uh, uh, shit
2: Carr? It was <laughs> I gave
0: it, it, away. it was uh, um, Optimus Prime.
2: That's correct, it is Peter Cullen, Optimus right. Prime. I, I forgot that, and I was like, oh, shit. When I was looking it up the other night doing research, I was like, Optimus Prime, was car,
0: it's, what? It's amazing.
2: He's a bad guy. He's supposed to be a good guy.
0: But on Nightrider Rider. He's supposed Knight to say
2: Autobots unite.
0: On, <laughs> not on Knight Rider. No, not on Knight Rider. <laughs> In fact, that what he ha- was a great car. I remember. Yeah. They, they, great car. No, no. Different. A great, great in color. I no, he was black. He's same color. He was black. But, the, was gray. but the scanner was yellow, mm. not red.
2: Now, they did a reboot in 08. I want to go and rewatch it. And NBC did it. And I told you this before the show. Yeah, before the show. Uh, Kit was voiced by Val Kilmer, which I was like, Iceman. Yeah, Iceman. And uh, I'm like, I I gotta watch this now. I I heard it's bad. Uh, The premise was uh, Michael Knight had a son and a strange son. That's now working with the company because Michael
0: was with a different lady every episode. He's getting his groove on. I was like, Well, Michael Knight's a piece of shit. (laughs) He, He knocked a chick up and didn't even know he had a kid.
2: Man, I'm like, <laughs> all right. Can we can we, can we go? I, I I think we got time for one more. Car. We we got. Time I got for one got more, more, and it's the
3: epitome of. All right,
2: Big Ed, you you got one more car,
3: Batmobile.
2: Oh oh, you you talk about wrapping around two stars, starting from the generally to the, Bat-
0: the
3: Batmobile. Batmobile. That's a great way to bookend this segment.
2: I, I agree Look, i agree fit, it was like not like guy. a 53
3: lincoln continental no it was, a, it was you know what it was it was, built it on was like
2: a, a the uh ventura like uh, it the, was like a.
0: it was a no what hold on future future that's it was it was a ford show car and correct. it was it was it had the the bubble top and
3: yeah but wasn't had, the chassis a 53 lincoln i'm the it, chassis it was, the, the chassis, chassis was probably
0: Yeah, It was It was probably some year, Lincoln. It was late 50s, I think. And George Barris took the Futura. <laughs> Again, George Shokar. Barris. George Barris took the Futura show car and made it into the Batmobile.
3: I thought when I was a kid, it was an Oldsmobile Super 88. Like from the I, early I could 60s. see that. I, I could see Yeah, that. I, thought, I mean, off the bat, that would be my uh, uh, guess. And then when I found out it was a Ford, I'm like, no way! Batman yeah. was a Ford guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, you know,
2: Ford's got a better <laughs>
3: idea. That,
0: that, <laughs> oh, that, that, that was their campaign in the '60s. He's oh, yeah, like, yeah, I, he's
3: yeah. like, I can't fit my fat ass in the Oldsmobile.
0: That was McNamara, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, actually, after McNamara.
2: Anyways, yeah, the the Batmobile. Batmobile
0: It's pretty iconic. Can't Classic. think
2: Batman without that car.
0: No. Yeah. That that was at what they call batman 66 now that yeah. that's an integral part of the show as much as adam west the red bat phone the bat cave with fucking everything labeled even yeah. the batmobile everything was labeled and with with with, with with
2: with the the plastical yep well, ass scratcher well they they had no, no. several bat types of ass batmobiles
3: ass we were at Meekum one year colin and i and yeah. they had like a Batmobile. That was the close-up. There, the Batmobile that would they would drive on the road. Yeah, like the and then a cars, Batmobile. Uh, this, yeah, and the one that was the show car had like these late la- the old school label makers like you know Bat Switch. I'm like with the right, te- right. even the technology back then they just didn't they just totally missed a mark on labeling the stuff. Like you you think there'd be a better way but it was still pretty impressive. Those are inside the building. There was three of them and they were like from three different kinds. They went for big bucks. It oh, was seven, seven figures.
0: If you want a Batmobile, you gotta pay up.
3: Go to Meekum; he's always got them.
0: Good bookend.
3: Mm.
2: Hey, we, oh, we, we, can re, we, we can revisit this as a part two. I, I have a ton of notes. You kind of saw a little into L- L- my workshop. I know you have a lot of notes. There are a lot of cars that are stars. So listen, if your car out there, don't feel bad about it yourself. If we
0: missed you on this episode. You can. You can contact us.
2: Yes, uh, through the interwebs. Uh, you can email us at the show at cheapseats.com or you can reach us on the twitterverse at beer seats yep so if you're a car
0: who has access to all this yes if you're a smart car you definitely do yeah you do but i I don't know any smart cars that are stars of anything cool Mm -hmm. you never know you never know we may find out we may have an email from one kit's
3: the original smart car
0: yeah it's very true so
2: you know um anyways it was fun we have we a lot, have a lot to say, and, and we're going to get to the movie section. Trust me. That's why sweet Melissa is very quiet. <laughs> she was studying cars that were all related to movies. She had a lot of notes. She had a lot of things. She had a great intro for it. And I was like, but we're talking about cars and TV shows.
1: He didn't want to break it to me until tonight.
2: Yes. I mean, <laughs> so I was she, she's huddling around cats. I mean. Can't break her heart like that.
1: <laughs> um, I have a special message. Oh, okay from, oh, okay. from a okay. special person. Okay. Subway, are okay. you still here? Yes, I'm still here. How is Big Jim? He's doing great.
2: Okay. That's, we, it? Uh, that's it.
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, no, he, he's uh he's in the other room watching uh, college football. Okay. All right. Yeah, but he's he's doing Thank great you. All right, go, Irish. No problem. Go big, Jim.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, with that said, we're up to our main segment of the evening. Yeah.
0: Big Ed's rock and roll retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed.
3: Thanks, guys. So we're going to start a little segment that we're going to be doing progressive rock. From the 70s. So the first album I'd like to talk about is Yes Fragile, 1971. Fragile is the fourth studio album by the English progressive rock band Yes. It was the band's first album to feature keyboardist Rick Wakeman, who's a game changer. He replaced founding member Tony Kaye because of his reluctance to play electronic keyboards, which led to his departure from the group. He was quickly replaced by Wakeman, whose experience with electric piano, organ, Mellotron, and Minimoog synthesizer expanded the band sound. This occurred shortly after the group had finished touring their breakthrough record, the S yes album. The album received with a warm reception and hit number four on the US Billboard charts 200. Upon its release, Billboard magazine described it as vibrant, soothing, tumultuous, placid, and instrumentally brilliant and Anderson's vocals deliciously integrating, excuse me, ingratiating. Rolling Stone, Richard Cromlin pointed out the album's gorgeous melodies, intelligent, carefully crafted, constantly surprising arrangements, concise and energetic performances, and cryptic but evocative lyrics, but pointed out that yes, tend to succumb to the show off syndrome. Their music, notably We Have Heaven, Often seems designed only to impress and tries too hard to call attention to itself. Kurt White reviewed the album in the Daily Report, calling Wakeman a very talented, a talented organist. He named ra- Roundabout the album's finest cut, an eight-minute masterpiece incorporating unusual rhythm and music. He notes that despite its limitations and faults, fragile remains interesting and enjoyable. Uh, just. I I find some of this just unbelievable. Uh, So this is the studio album by Yes. It was released on uh, November 12th, 1971. It was recorded in five weeks from August 11th, 1971 to September 5th, 1971 in London. Uh, The album clocks in at 41 minutes, 22 seconds on the Atlantic label. Uh, Was produced by Yes and Eddie Alford. And uh, I had really never heard of this guy, but he's worked with the likes of Yes. He did nine albums with Yes. He did four albums with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Uh, He worked with Utopia, did three albums with Rory Gallagher, and and, uh, two with 311 in the 90s. So he's been around. Uh, Yes, you have John Anderson leading back and vocals, acoustic guitar on We Are Heaven. We have Heaven. Uh, Steve Howe, electric and acoustic guitars, back and vocals. Chris Squire, bass guitars, back and vocals, uh, additional guitars. Rick Wait- Rick Wakeman plays the Hammond organ, grand piano, uh, the electric piano, the harpsichord, mellotron, the mini synthesizer, and Bill Bruford on drums and percussion. The album opens with Roundabout, with the piano sound played backwards, making it some of the most iconic song openings and can regularly be heard on classic rock formats throughout the country, if not the world, with most mesmerizing bass riffs from Chris Squire. The keyboards of the wizard Rick Wakeman combined with lyrics of a journey of the 10th trip to Scotland and the topography of change in the mere existence of humans in this ancient land they're visiting. Next we have Cairns and, and Brahms. This is Wakeman's adaptation of the third movement of Symphony No. 4 in E minor by Johann Brahms with an electric piano used for the string section. Uh, Grand piano for the woodwinds, organs for brass. Uh, Wakeman later described Cairns and Brahms as a dreadful because of the contractual problems with A&M Records with whom he was already signed as a solo artist. So this prevented him from writing any compositions of his own. We Have Heaven is a six-layered six, uh, six layered chance. Realistically, I believe it is meant to be uh, impressionistic like a lot of Yes songs. John Anderson has a thing for this type of sound. Look, the music is yours to be interpreted in any way you want. I think music should make you think, and Yes does that. South Side of the Sky, this really encapsulates their Yes sound that all members bring their A-game for this eight-minute thriller. The opening opening alone brings you to a state of mind that something is going to happen, and it does. A riff dominated song with great fills by Bill Bruford making this a complete yes song. Steve Howe does not hold back either. His intensity is driven by the challenges of these weary travelers in the Antarctic and the inevitable death of these explorers. This is probably one of my favorite yes songs. Long distance, this was the B-side to Roundabout, which uh, went gold and sold close to a million copies. John Anderson, the vocalist, wrote this about hypocrisy of going to church in his youth and was waiting for the wanting to see a real compassionate, non-threatening example of godliness. Still some great sounds from the band and Bill Bruford plays in 5-8 time signature while the rest of the band is playing in 4-4. This is very common for yes uh to mixed time signatures this is which is often mistaken for the uh this excuse me is another st- uh radio staple on all classic rock formats and then it transitions into the fish which is often mistaken for the instrumental part of long distance not the case it is its own song and it's an instrumental with the chant towards the end for 51 years it has been played together as one song Roof for a Day is another instrumental with Steve Howe showing off his acoustic prowess. Really, it was the drummer's fault. Bruford came come up with the idea that each member of Yes should have a solo track. And so it was that Steve had his Spanish spot. Bill conducted the brief, tortuous 5% for nothing. Chris Squire foregrounded his bass for The Fish. Rick Wakeman went all symphonic synths on cans and Brahms. And John Anderson tracked multiple vocals for We Have Heaven. Art of the Sunrise, this shows the complexity of yes compositions with at least three different time signatures that I can count and everyone shows their chops and there's a series, and this is a serious complex piece of rock art and john Anderson holds his own vocally with the story of being in the lost city. And the track winds down with a short reprise of we have heaven, this should be the your clue that you have returned to port for the journey is now over. This album is a complete 70s progressive rock album at its finest. And yes, we're just getting warmed up for greatness for the following 51 years to come. I gave this four Montecitos. There's very little left on the table. For an album that was rushed by the record company and took five weeks to complete, this is just short of a masterpiece. Even the Duke boy of Nessequag had this, albeit probably the least played until the third generation generally that had the Jensen triaxial speakers shoehorned into the door made for a lot of infamous Big Ed moments that made the Duke boy highlight reels and stories which seem almost mythical by nature, but unfortunately, they're all true and powered by his right foot and a love of good rock and roll like Yes Fragile. I'm Big Ed, listen and enjoy. Awesome. Yeah, it's a long one.
2: Well, you know, it, it's amazing. That album's from like 1971. I, I'm, I'm always amazed by that album, the, by its, its sound. Um, and then, uh, <coughs> even though uh, to, I don't know, to the credit or discredit of classic rock, how they just want to just keep just droning on and playing <coughs> the same fucking songs over and over. Roundabout is a song that never gets old to me
1: oh yeah for sure um roundabout uh was according to jack black in the dvd commentary for the school of rock jack black said that the keyboard solo for roundabout is his favorite in any song which is pretty impressive to say the least and um fun fact i have about roundabout um Hmm. i have i have friends that um that watch a lot anime and there's anime that they they watch called jojo's bizarre adventure um, not to be confused with JoJo Siwa, it's a it's an anime, um, right? And round roundabout was used as the ending theme, um, was the ending theme uh, ending Oh, theme for song. an anime? Yeah, for the first season, and it ended up becoming like a meme, uh, an internet meme where they do like they use the song for like a to be continued um, moment, which. But um. Oh, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but the song's amazing though. Um, I I think that um. Uh, Chris Squire and Steve Howe really like they make a like really good combination in that song. Rick Wakeman, amazing uh, in that song as well. I think uh, yeah, no, this song's amazing. I love roundabout. That put them subway, on the subway
3: subway. I challenge you to listen to South Side of the Sky and tell me that it's not the best yes song you'll ever hear.
1: South Side of the sky. South
3: Side of the Sky.
1: All right, I'll come back next episode, and it's I will... a
3: really, it's really cool lyrically as well. It's a great story. It, it, it's a story. Not only musically is it, you know, great. It just, it's just all, all five members just working together as a team. Not that they didn't, but this, everyone has their equal share of their, their prowess in there.
1: Yeah, I, I will listen to it, and then one the next episode next week. I will be back and I will tell you how it is cuz Okay. I, I trust I I trust you with these uh music rec- music recommendations.
3: Thank you Subway, that means a lot.
1: No, that I no, no no problem. You, you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing amazing.
2: Well, that's why he runs the Montecito. Yes. Yeah, you
3: should see this establishment. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Hey, hey, listen, I, there's something I was going to listen. I, I love that. We're going to go on to this run of progressive, progressive rock music. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff that I'm digging, uh, hear or re-listen to. Um, and then, you know, uh, in turn people are going to hear or get turned on to, um, I, I was thinking just 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 throwing out something is there what are your feeling on movie soundtracks because I was just I don't know I was just driving and it was just something in my head like I was just thinking about like there are like movie soundtracks but I mean there, there's what well, no, hold on subway Oh, yeah go ahead sorry yeah, yeah yeah go ahead
3: I'm go ahead i uh, i I sure? like it. No, no, Casey was, uh, I I like where he's going with it. I I would Mm -hmm. like to finish at least the next two in a row that I I talked about doing.
2: I'm I'm, I'm just
3: saying like, no, I have nothing, you know, I have nothing on tap. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I have nothing on deck after the uh, progressive, you know, I shoot from the hip, but I'm also not afraid to take on, you know, yeah, I'm a just challenge because sure I mean, there's I mean, like you know Saturday Night Fever.
2: There's far stuff. Okay, Gump, okay, okay. So, so it's something you would be open to.
3: Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, okay, it's not okay. the robot going outside the wheelhouse, you know. All right, all
2: right, all right good, there, good. There, good. Yeah, all
3: yeah, right. yeah, there's yeah, we could talk about that uh, another, you know, in, in, in yeah, the upcoming another, weeks.
2: Another I, n- 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 time. Yeah, well,
3: as as, part, as yeah. I as I wrap up to progressive, uh, we'll I'll roll into you know. I'd like to do back to back Genesis only because that was a unique sound. And I'd like to go like the last Peter Gabriel to the first Phil Collins, you know, where where Phil Collins came out from behind the kit, or I should say was the lead vocalist because there was no Peter Gabriel. So I'd like to do the last one with Peter Gabriel and the first one without.
2: I, I, th- I think that would be a great way to ca- encapsulate uh, Genesis only by doing it that way. Because Genesis, they maybe were, go to
3: and then there were three, I don't know, maybe, you know,
2: yeah, well, they, they were such a big part of that progressive rock movement. And then sure. I mean, there was a big shift within Genesis themselves when Peter Gabriel left and
1: Phil Collins took over. When, well, I mean, he well as he a lead he vocalist. Here's, here, here's where I he see this going,
2: you know,
3: because really,
2: I don't know. Maybe he went in a time machine, dated Olivia Wilde. I don't know, but he did his own thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: it, it, it it
2: it definitely changed that band, but yeah, to Genesis' credit, they they s- changed progressive rock in their own definition of it, and they they moved on. Yeah.
1: They did, yeah.
3: Or maybe I could and, do a Genesis, a King Crimson, an ELP, and an Early Rush, and then put a. and finish it like that. Yeah. And then go, we'll talk about the uh, soundtracks, because that'd be interesting. There are yeah. a lot of good soundtracks out there.
2: I, I think so. I think soundtracks get a, a bad rap, but I think there are a lot of good soundtracks that are. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean you watch a movie, and in the back of your mind, you're like, don't you think that there's a soundtrack to your life, and that's what a movie, you know, soundtrack is, right? Absolutely, I agree oh, absolutely. with that. Yeah, most
1: and, and people I my think age. You're... <clears throat> Go ahead, um, subway. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, most people my age, um, when they think of a song that is kind of from a movie soundtrack, it's some. They'll be like, "Oh, oh, this song. Oh, I know this song from this movie." And I, I mean, it'd be really great. Actually, I, I, I actually like the idea of movie soundtracks.
0: And I think uh, your statement is correct. Casey. I think a lot of movie soundtracks, they get a bad rap and they, they, there's a lot of great ones out there. Like big Ed said, there are a ton of great ones out there and there's some real stinkers too, but oh yeah. (laughs) yeah. There you go. What do do you think gang?
3: I think the usos, they suck. Um,
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's for the ultra masculine gentleman. Well, you know, he'll he'll be back. He'll take care of them
2: one day. He'll he'll take care of them one day. Yeah, he'll be back. Well, um does anyone have any final words of uh wisdom? Uh, as we uh, kind of as we close the, the show, up things, uh, for our Friday night.
1: You guys are
0: great. That's Those sweet, Melissa. Thanks, sweet Melissa. Thank you, everybody, for listening. With all this sure talk you... about
3: we, wee's—you must sell we, wee's uh-huh. and wee wee
0: accessories.
3: Uh-huh. With that said,
2: uh, <laughs> like, subscribe, share. Um, you know, we'd like to have you all back. Uh, sometimes we take callers. You know, pertinent. We're gonna we're gonna do more stuff like this
0: themed. We'll yeah. see what we do next week. Good show, everybody. Have a great weekend. Happy Labor Day. End of summer. See you next week.